Dear Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, oh God, for it is due you, oh God. We are most thankful and grateful for all that you've done, oh God. And Father, we are also thankful for the unexpected stops, for the detours of life-altering moments, oh God. For you said, in all things give thanks, oh God. And your word also states that all things work together for the good of them that love you, who are the called according to your purpose, oh God, for us, oh God. So we thank you, Father. We thank you, we thank you, we love you, oh God. We love you with all our heart, oh God. These and all things, oh God, I ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome to Stops Along the Journey. I am your host, Kelly Jackson. We are here where we are naked and unashamed. Masks are strictly prohibited. Transparency is the key to encourage, uplift, and inspire you. Welcome to the after show, the fourth time God said no. I'm actually excited because I have a very special guest. This guest is someone that's very special to me, and she is the reason God said no. So I want you all to welcome my daughter, Yvonne. Hi, Yvonne. Hi, guys. Woo! I need like maracas or something when you say my name. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you on this afternoon, this evening, whatever the time of the day you are listening. So I wanted to bring you on because the show, the episode was sort of about you, but not sort of about you. It was about me having the multiple abortions and then, you know, God telling me, no, not that, that, not the fourth time. So pretty early on, I've kind of talked to you about that. So tell me what were your thoughts when you recall me telling you about how you came about? You've always told me uh, at a fairly young age how I came about and who was the reason behind it. So I didn't have many thoughts about it. I was probably in like third or fourth grade when I heard the whole entire story. So I don't, I'm kind of old, so I don't really remember at that age of <laughs> what I felt. But now that I've gotten older, I mean, I, I think of it as like, I'm the kid that made it. There's, but I don't feel any type of way about it in a negative way or positive way. It's just, I just kind of have things I have to get done since I'm here. So how did you feel when, or what were your thoughts? Because I always would say to you, you know, God has a plan for you. He has purpose for you because you were the one that God said to me, no, not this time, using our Aunt Stacy as the, the vehicle to stop me from from getting that last abortion. Do you, do did I, you think it felt like pressure or did it make you feel special or? Am I supposed to be honest here? Uh, yeah, we're unmasked. Annoyed. Oh, wow. It can get annoying when there's a pressure put on you that you have feels like you feel like you have something that you have to live up to. It's frustrating because sometimes there are times where I'm not doing it right to what 
everybody's expectations are uh, and your expectations of me. So sometimes it can get annoying. Well, what expectations are there? Because, you know, everybody, everybody, everybody's special. Everybody has a purpose. Uh, But I I think the Bible tells us that every child is a gift from God. Um, because we know what the purpose is and I just don't want to deal with it right now. And so it's a constant reminder of that. I'm not doing it. I'm not fulfilling that purpose. So it's can be aggravating at times. Cause I, so, cause I, I'm the runner, as you will say, constantly, I run from what I know I need to do. So yes, it's, it can be annoying. Okay. So then let's let's bring that back. So it's more or less not the purpose itself, me saying your purpose, but because you know what your purpose is, that's what you're running from then. Not necessarily the fact that you have purpose in life because we all do. We all do. Purpose. It's just, it's not a fun purpose. It's not a, I don't know. Purpose is, I, um, I don't know how to explain it. I can't verbalize it. It's not something that's, my purpose is slightly depressing because it's so dark at times. So it's something that I don't like to deal with because it's hard. It's very hard. And but so, knowing that God has equipped you for it, though. I mean, some may feel that way, that I'm equipped for it. I don't think I c- It's not an easy task. It's not fun. But it just kind of, it is what it is. But I still feel like there's expectations that are placed on me from you that I need to, yeah. What are those expectations that I do? Well, no, because it's like, no, you have expectations. Like, yeah, so I'm asking what are they that you you say I'm placing on you? Because we have had the talks about my purpose and everything and, what I need to do. So I feel like there's still expectations you've placed on me that you expect more of me than what I've done thus far. Not necessarily in my purpose, but I guess as a whole, but there, there are a little bit of expectations because you know, I know better. So you expect better, expect me to do better. Um, okay. So Does that make sense? It sounds weird. My thought yeah, process, I can't. Yeah, because it's not necessarily your purpose. It's just things that you do in life that you know. But it comes a full circle with my purpose because the end of the day, our conversation will be, well, you know your purpose and you know what you're here for and you know what you're designed to do. So it's a full circle kind of thing. Okay. Well, well, because well, that's well, generally well, how our conversations that. end with that. Am I wrong? No, I wouldn't necessarily say that you're wrong. I mean, because you know <laughs> that you do have a purpose and, you know, there's just things that you should not be doing. But anyway, so I'm just going to move on to another question. So in the episode, I talked about my depression and how depressed I was. Uh, but one of the things was I tried my best not to show it to you. But do you ever recall seeing me in that state? Um, there is only one time that I've ever uh, truly encountered a time that you were like in that state. But as a kid, again, I that's not something you realize what's going on. 
it happened to be on a Sunday and we go to church like 12,000 times a week, right? And I was so used to, we're constantly going to church, we're going to church. And then one day you just didn't want to get up for church and it was a Sunday. So I know that's just weird. Like that's just not a thing. And you wouldn't get up. You just, mom, I'm like, mom, get up, mommy, get up. And at the time it could have been like your arthritis that I thought or something else. So I called God, mom. I was like, God, mom, she's not getting up. She's not getting up. And all I hear on the phone, I give, I give you the phone. She's just like, Kelly, get up, Kelly, get up. And you just kind of like blew it off. And that's when I've noticed like, oh, something's not right with my mom. But the thing is, it's like, you didn't, you never, you never showed those things to me. You never showed those signs to me. I didn't know. I didn't know it was that bad until as an adult, when we've had those conversations, I never knew it was that bad. And I felt like you've done your best and everything could to shield me from those things because I felt like that was kind of like, you just felt like that was your job. You had to shield me from those things. I didn't need to see that because everything else you were brutally honest about. Like if we didn't have it, we didn't have it. I knew we didn't have it. I would never, I also knew Santa wasn't real at at a very young age. So I just know, like (laughs) I've ruined people's childhoods, but I knew you were brutally honest about a lot of things and that you just never had brought up to me until as an adult. Like I didn't know about that part. I just thought that was just, maybe you were sick or I don't know. And maybe Godmom knew. I have no clue. Oh, yeah, she knew. She knew? Yeah, she was the one that would be there praying for me and praying with me and interceding for me. So all that, all of those great things, you know, she was there for me for for all of that. Honestly, she really was there. And then as my relationship with Christ grew, um, but that's why I said it is important uh, to have someone that you can, you know, go to and talk to. You do definitely want to strengthen your relationship with Christ. You know, he also says that forsake not the assembly, you know, meaning you should go to church and be around other saints uh, because they're there to help you. They're there to lift you up. That is our role really as Christians is to uplift and exhort one another and help, you know, one another through things. So yes, she was definitely there for me during that time. And I definitely appreciate her uh, for that. But yeah, that was something I, I did try my best not to show to you in any way. And yeah, other things I was definitely honest about that. And a lot of stuff that I went through, I didn't necessarily want you to go through those things as well. Uh, so that's, you know, that was one of the reasons why I kind of told you about me having the abortions and things like that. So on that same line, you know, when you began to become intimate, was that something you thought about or were you trying not to get pregnant? Of course, me not being happy that you lost your virginity. But, you know, I understand that we all are humans and we make choices, you know, because God gives us free will. So what were your thoughts in regards to when you did decide to start having sex and and kind of why did you knowing that I've told you early on? So when I d- decided, I guess, to start having sex, it was very much a peer pressure kind of situation, considering I was super young. And I, for probably about 
three-ish, four-ish months, I was asked by the same boy at the time to have sex continuously. And it was something I was like, no, no, no. And eventually I just, I, I gave in, I caved just to be left alone. Because after I um, had sex with that boy, I didn't I didn't do anything for about a year and a half, two years. Just because it wasn't something I was really interested in. It was just the pressures of life and people and thinking that that's the normal thing to do. It was like, I didn't, I didn't want to do any of that. But now uh, <laughs> that uh, I... <laughs> uh, I have had the thoughts, oh, we've talked about this before. Girl, I can't get pregnant. I just, <laughs> and <laughs> not saying yeah, that's something. You, you can't get pregnant. I know. And not saying that's something I want outside of a marriage. At this point in time, I've, it just, I, there are no words. And you always tell me it's because I prayed that into your life, that that wasn't going to happen. And so I'm at the point of, yeah, there. I not to say I'm not worried about it because it's something that as an adult you still worry about in general. But even if I were to have a kid or were to get pregnant, I would not have an abortion unless it was some god awful reason why, like under the worst circumstances, that I ended up pregnant. But otherwise, it's not. That's not something I would ever decide to do. It's just for my own personal reasons and choices that I've I've made that decision that that's not something I would ever have in mind to do. Not to say I don't support anybody else who just makes that decision for them because it's what's best for them. But for me, that's not, that would never happen. Right. And God does give us free will now. Myself being... My, my relationship, because I've always been a Christian. I got saved at an early age. Uh, but now I wouldn't, I don't agree with abortions. Uh, but again, you know, God gives us free will, free choice, and everybody's situation is different. Because I can't say if, you know, it's happened because somebody was raped or incest, or which, which in a sense is really rape as well. Um you know, everybody's situation is different. So I would just say for me, I don't agree with it anymore because I know what it did to me emotionally. I know how it affected me emotionally and I would never want anyone to go through that. But again, everybody's situation was different. My situation was more or less me being irresponsible, being careless, uh, not using protection. You know, I, I can say I thank God, you know, Throughout all of that time, I never caught a sexually transmitted disease or anything like that. So I thank God that that never happened. Uh, but, you know, if you were to ever tell me you was pregnant, I definitely wouldn't, definitely wouldn't tell you go, go get an abortion. No, I'm you'd be in the shower crying grandma. again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Calm down there, lady. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm you ready got Duncan. Duncan is your grand pup. Mm-mm. Duncan no. is the grand pup. Accept no. it. Mm-mm. He loves you. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. That's not a human. The, it's a dog. He it's is your grand pup. He's a dog. <laughs> no. He loves you just as much as a human would, and you'd be surprised. 
anyway. And, and I don't doubt that. Um, animals are very, some animals are, are very lovable and, you know, loyal and all that good stuff. I get that, but yeah, fruit enough. That, you can't claim them on your taxes. No, I cannot claim them on my taxes. If I can't claim them, I can't. Mm -mm. You know, I cannot say that's a child of mine. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's not your child. It's your grand pup. Child, grandchild, nothing. None of that. None of that. But um, that was really all I had for this after show. Was there anything you wanted to add on to maybe what you thought about the episode at all or, or anything? What I thought about the episode? No, no. You, we put it all out there, Ma. Okay. You know, you know I'm an emotional person. I can't just... Your episode's been emotional lately. I I'm cried. glad you've been enjoying them, though. That's yeah, but I ain't, you know, I'm, I'm not... I'm not finna cry in front of nobody. It's okay. It's we're unmasked. We're unashamed. That's just what it, that's what stops along the journey is all about. Just to let other people know because there's so many people, as you even said, you didn't realize how depressed I was. I was a functioning person because I still got up and went to work every day. You know, there would be times though when you would go to school and I would leave work early and I'd tell my boss I need a mental day because I just didn't feel like being there any any longer. You would leave work early? I would really? sometimes. I sure because <laughs> I would sometimes it just it was just so so much. Yeah, but I wouldn't like I said a lot of stuff I wouldn't do in front of you. A lot of things I didn't do in front of you because no, there were you just didn't. Things I didn't want you to see. Sometimes I don't know if I know my real mama. What well, don't I know about you? Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, like I know, have, but I don't know. That for a whole different episode. Oh, but anyway, I am so glad that you did decide to come on. I know you were a little hesitant at first about coming on the show, so I'm excited that you did come on, and uh, thank you, and I love you, and, you know, I'm thankful that God told me no, because me too. you are somebody that's very, <laughs> me, me, that is me very too. special. <laughs> you are very special to me, so I thank God for you. And as always, we always end in prayer here at Stops Along the Journey. Father, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. We thank you. We thank you, oh God, for us allowing us to wake up today. We thank you for another opportunity. I thank you, oh God, for the time you told me no. Because of you telling me no, you gave me a, the greatest gift I could have ever gotten. So I thank God for my daughter. Father, I'm asking that you just continue to watch over, cover, and keep her, protect her, oh God. Father, give her all that she needs, oh God, and all that she asks for. Now, Father, I'm praying for all those that are listening, oh God, those that may have gone through abortions, those that may have been thinking about abortions, or those that's even uh, having sex outside of marriage, oh God, asking, oh God, that you would just... Give them the knowledge and the wisdom to do what is right. Father, help them and guide them through. Anyone that's gone through that and don't know how to deal with it, Father, asking that you would just um, comfort them. Send someone their way that will be able to help them and guide them. 
And Father, we just thank you and we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. And we thank you for all things. It is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I pray this episode has encouraged and inspired you. Just remember, stops, bumps, detours, etc. are only temporary. Be willing to share how you overcame to encourage and inspire others. Please like, subscribe, and share. And visit my website, TotalWealthDrip.com. Jesus loves you, and me too.